It is zero hour thirty Universal Time. I'm Mike Lewis in Washington. The leader of the soldiers in Mali, who ousted the president two weeks ago, says his group can hand over power to temporary government within days. Captain Amadou Sanogo spoke to reporters on Saturday. He did not say exactly when the military rulers would turn over power. The surrender of power was an important part of an agreement reported hours earlier by the economic community of West African states. The agreement calls for the creation of a temporary government led by a unity prime minister. It also sets conditions for new elections. In the Mali capital, Bamako, civilians gathered in the streets and held signs calling for peace. Nations near Mali had criticized the removal of President Amadou Toumani-Touré. They also opposed the new Azawad state declared last week by ethnic Touareg rebels in the north of Mali. Malawi's new president, Joyce Banda, has called for peace and unity. As the nation mourns for its leader of many years, Bingu Wa Mutharika, Mr. Mutharika died suddenly on Thursday. Ms. Banda spoke on Saturday after being sworn in in the capital, the long way. She is the country's first female president. She called on Malawians to stay calm and keep the peace during the time of mourning the loss of Mr. Mutharika. She asked people to mourn the father of the nation with respect. Ms. Banda was expelled from the ruling party in 2010, but she kept the vice president's position and became president by a constitutional order. The United States sent sympathy to the people of Malawi and the family of Mr. Mutharika after his death. At least 100 people were reported killed across Syria on Saturday. The Syrian Observatory for Human Rights said about two-thirds of those who died were civilians. The group said many of the victims were in the central village of Latamne. Rights groups and witnesses said military shelling and clashes between pro-government and opposition forces started in several areas. A spokesman for the opposition, Syrian National Council, said the government was trying to crush dissent ahead of the April 10th time limit. All military action is to end by that day. We've seen this um, over and over again. This will, will never bear any fruit, and uh, the regime will always try to um, escalate the level of violence before the um, any deadline. Chinese dissident Fang Liji has died in the western United States. Chinese dissidents in exile said he died Friday at his home in Tucson, Arizona. He was a leading scientist and professor who became one of China's 
strongest activists for democratic reform in the 1980s. Mr. Fang was expelled from the Communist Park in 1987 and dismissed from his university job, accused of causing unrest. His speeches helped incite the Tiananmen Square demonstrations in Beijing in June of 1989. After June, or after the June 4th military campaign against the protesters, Mr. Fang and his wife took refuge in the United States Embassy in Beijing. They stayed in the embassy for a year before the Chinese government let them leave the country. Fang Liji was 76 years old at the time of his death. China, Japan, and South Korea continue to urge North Korea to cancel its plan to launch a rocket, possibly as early as next week. Foreign ministers of the three Asian countries met on Saturday in China's port city of Ningbo in the eastern Zhejiang province. They discussed the North's rocket plan and other area issues. The top diplomats of Japan and South Korea agreed that the North Korea launch would clearly violate a United Nations Security Council resolution. A spokesman for the Chinese Foreign Ministry spoke to reporters after the meeting. He said that in connection with the launch, China is calling for calm. Rescuers in Pakistan are searching for at least 124 people missing since a wall of snow struck their military base on Saturday. The avalanche took place early in the day near the border with India. Pakistani military said the avalanche happened in the Syachen Glacier area in northern Kashmir, known as the highest battle area in the world. Both Pakistan and India have military bases there. Officials said helicopters, search dogs, and troops were deployed to the 6,000-meter mountaintop to search for survivors. Pakistan's High Commissioner in Britain said about 150 people were in the military base at the time of the avalanche. You are listening to the news in VOA Special English. Venezuelan President Hugo Chavez says he is returning to Cuba late Saturday for a third set of radiation treatments for his cancer. Mr. Chavez has had three operations in less than one year in addition to the radiation. He says the latest operation was a success and that he will be able to win a new six-year term as president in October. Rescuers in the southeastern state of Virginia say everyone has been found after a United States Navy fighter jet crashed into buildings there. A local fire department official made the announcement on Saturday. 
Crews searched the severely damaged buildings during the night for three people listed as missing. But the fire official said there is still the possibility of deaths because officials do not know if any guests had been staying at that building. So far, no deaths have been reported. Seven people were injured, including both pilots. All of those injured have been released from the hospital. The hour's top stories briefly. The leader of the soldiers in Mali, who ousted the country's president, says his group can hand over power to a temporary government within days. Malawi's new president, Joyce Banda, called for peace and unity. And at least 100 people were killed across Syria on Saturday. You have been listening to the news in VOA Special English. I'm Mike Lewis in Washington.